5 o'clock in Pirate Country, and 94.3 The Game is going to get you home with the P-Man. In 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Lock it in, turn it up. It's time for the Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game. This is the flagship station of the ECU Pirates. All right, welcome in. Uh, very cold Monday. Where are you on the 50-degree rainy day, Ben? I mean, I don't mind. I, I don't mind cold weather at all. No. And I told my wife today, I said, you know, this is going to be... We'd welcome this in like a six weeks to... Well, anytime in the next month to six weeks from there on through October. We'd love a day like this. You know, absolutely, hundred percent. Not a, you know, it's gonna be ninety and ninety percent humidity. I find myself sometimes, even in the winter, like blowing like cold air in my car just because I don't know. I just like it for whatever reason. It's refreshing. Yeah, it is. Big on the air circulation. Love the air circulation. Are you Gotta have to go air into circulation. Like an HVAC here, uh, uh, spot. Is this where we're leading? No, it's not into? even H. It's, okay. it's not even HVAC so much as it's just circulation. You got to have circulation. Thought that was like a killer, like lead-in into this uh, this HVAC no. spot. No, if we had an HVAC live read, that would have been. You're right. That would have been spectacular. But you know, there we go. Uh, welcome in everybody. What a weekend. Where to begin? Who knows? Uh, we say hello to Ben Byram. Ah oh, man, I missed it. Did you? Hey Ben. There we go. I meant to have Donnie Kirkpatrick do one the other week when he was in, but yeah, I don't know. We just got off on a tangent. Uh, interns Noah, big star from ESPN Plus, big behind-the-scenes guru, and uh, intern Chris. Again, I, I feel bad calling these guys because, you know, Noah's pretty accomplished, and Chris is a tag team champion. So I feel kind of bad, but they're they're here to to learn the radio trade. So I guess that would... Chris is uh, a bad guy, though. What do you mean a bad Chris guy? Chris is a bad guy wrestler. Uh, a heel. Yeah, he's business. got a, yeah, he's got a he's got a frat boy gimmick. He blows like yeah, vapes. I, I know all faces. about it, Ben. Ben, I know all about this. You're you're you, let me just say this, Ben. You're late to the party on that one. Yeah, I mean, I'm that? digging it. I'm digging it though. Yeah, you're a little late to the party. You're not exactly breaking news here with Chris. I, I'm not getting along with him and his bad boy uh gimmick going on here is, I gotta is get... he is, is he shooting on you as a i want to uh, go he... i want to go to the show just to boo him or is he working I, I you right now him. What's... so you don't like the gimmick of the frat boy no, i just don't like the guy at all i mean he's oh. I mean, he lives up <laughs> his gimmick i don't think it's a gimmick at all i think that's just i i'm i'll tell you what i'm a little i'm a little stunned that's his gimmick because he 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 i but he's he's embraced it, so credit to him. All right. Um, I don't know if it's a gimmick. No, I think it is. No, no. I mean, it's a good one. He's working it. He's working it. This well. guy's a jerk. Let me tell you. Whoa! Come on. If he, he needs to be answering to you, then. Ben, if you'd bring your volume to me up, just a, a schmidge. Here we go. Just uh, just a schmidge. Just a schmidge. Thank you. Um, we've got. Uh, 
Cliff Godwin on a little later. It's our Inside the ECU Clubhouse. The podcast is up. We'll bring you a portion of or probably the entirety of. Who knows? Who knows? We'll see. Just depends on what we get to today. Uh, ECU returns for uh, the only time out of about a two-week-plus run at home tomorrow to play baseball against UNCW. And we will uh, bring you uh, coverage of that, of course. Uh, We'll also make tickets available to you tomorrow, or today, actually, coming up uh, in just a little bit. So stand by to dial if you want a family four-pack of tickets and you want to head out. The weather is promising to be much, much better, uh, especially later in the week, but uh, at least tomorrow much, much better than it is today as far as uh, being outdoors. So we'll, we'll we'll put it out there. Hopefully uh, somebody will win them, and it'll all work out real well for you. Uh, Harold Varner III is knocking on the door. Uh, this is kind of interesting. Our, our pal Tom Lamprecht actually has Harold Varner III on his radio show tomorrow. Uh, it is an in-the-can interview, if you will. And I wouldn't normally promote uh, anybody else, but uh, especially if they're in, if you will, competition with us because Tom's shows right on the same time ours is. And, uh, of course, on our sister stations, 103.7 and 96.3, uh, but he's so I asked Tom. I said, "How how did this happen? How did this come about?" I mean, you know Tom Lamprecht, uh, Ben. I mean, he's kind of you know, kind of a, an all American guy, right? How yeah. did how did he and Harold get to? Well, they played golf together. He's played a couple rounds with Harold. So apparently, I, I, they must. I don't know. I, I I don't know the full story. I just know they they're golfing buddies. How about that? Hey, he's Land got a lot of connections. Hi, apparently he does. Nobody's connected me to anybody. We, I, I, well, I, I'm not going to get into it, but we have been pursuing for a year and a half now. Because Harold used to come on all the time, right? Well, yeah, I remember all we, the time. We, what did? What was there like an event in Greensboro, Winston Salem, and he came on? He cussed on air, said yeah. what he wasn't supposed to say. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That was, I think yeah. that was the last time we had Harold. Well, no, we've had him on the phone a couple times. This might have even predated you. I don't know. But we, we've had yep. him on a bunch because we had him on to talk about Tiger. I mean, we've had him on a bunch. Well, I guess he's too big time now. Oh, we can't, we, we've, we've exercised a lot of options and uh, have been very flexible with our um, time. Well, he's got a little HV4 wanna... now, too. you got to keep that in mind. No, I, I do. I, 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 I get that. Again, I, I just I go back to a lot of these things. Nobody's busier than me, and I'm moving. <laughs> I was thinking about this today. How am I going to do this show this week? Because that's coming. Hey, you can always just let me do it. Uh, well, you got to pay for the move, Ben. <laughs> you know, would would actually like to take some time off this summer too. That doesn't involve uh, me taking in. it off for work. Yeah. I, mean, I would like to just, you know, have an actual vacation this summer and, and take that time off as well. Not have one of these deals where I, I'm just taking off to work or taking off to spend money. So that's, you know, uh, trust me, you're going to get more than your shot. Trust me. Um, but Her- but Harold uh, had a real shot at, at winning this thing. And I thought it was uh, really tough that uh, – that putt. Now you watched it. I've seen the video since, but I was actually listening to it at the time. I had been sent out on a 
on an assignment from my wife. She she did not give a uh, tinker's damn that Harold Varner was uh, trying to force an overtime his way into the overtime on the 18th did not care when the slightest my grandma hates sports and she watched it and she was getting into it i know but your grandma is not packing up fair enough yeah the whole house to move it again which i mean we've got a bunch of stuff packed but now we want to go through stuff it's a it's a it's a thing ben it's a whole thing all right so um do you watch any of the usfl this weekend ben I did not have baseball, and then I was watching golf yesterday. But okay. uh, a couple just, ECU guys in it. Yeah, nobody has to come up to the mic. Just look and, and tell me the the boy, the other guys watch it this weekend. Any football? Do they watch it this weekend? Yay or nay? Chris did. Thumbs up. Chris thumbs did. Up. He actually uh, he Chris liked did. it. He told me uh, before the yeah. show that he was really into it. Yeah. Okay. That's good. Uh, you know what? I I uh, I watched Saturday night with uh, the. And actually stayed up and watched the end of the game, which it ended like at 11 or something. Or close to 11. That was a very late night, Ben. Yeah, but for I watched you, the yeah. F- very late night. I watched the fight and skip Holtzes. As the Stallions. They, uh, Show the some Stallions. respect. I mean, that's the, yeah. one of the best names in football right now. And uh, it was a back-and-forth game. It was a typical kind of skip Holtz game. It was a back-and-forth affair. But I, uh, I, I, I kept an eye on that. I liked it. Uh, Got a lot yeah, of good reception. Good. Yeah, good. From I what mean, I saw. Nice way to kind of scratch the football itch. It, I thought it was pretty representative football, at least Saturday night. I checked in a little bit here and there yesterday. Did not see the late game. Saw a here or there uh, for, I don't even know who the teams are. The one Fedora coaches, New Orleans. Yeah. That was kind of yeah. A, it's kind of crazy. Kind He's of a, a coach for a professional team. I, it is crazy. It was kind of, a, but it was a good game though. That was a good game. The game before it kind of stunk. Jeff Fisher. Woo. Yeah, he he hasn't changed a bit, hasn't he? Gosh, his teams are still bad. His team still can't score. It's it's the craziest thing ever. It's a, if it's a full length sixteen game season, uh, I I can see seven and nine in his future once again. Um, so yeah, that's. That's that's that was pretty good. Uh, Skip Holtz after the game uh, talked about how good his defense was in Week One for the USFL. I'm just really proud of these players, uh, especially defensively. We were out there for three quarters. We were out there the entire game. I can talk to the offense because we kept going three and out. I think we had five first downs going into the fourth quarter. I think it was at some point I looked up there and we had about five first downs. And well, then it was like a switch turned. Um, we struggled throwing the ball early. We tried. Uh, give me a little Skip Holtz, and he talked about the second half in particular. We struggled getting anything consistent working on offense, but the defense kept banging that rock, kept us in a football game. And then coming out in the second half, it was a 14-7 game uh, at halftime, and we kept saying if we can go down and just tie it up, put a little pressure on them, then um, – so the whole goal was just to try and get one more score. Defense got a stop. Uh, we went down and scored, tied it up. They went down and scored. We answered it. They went down and kicked a field goal, and then uh, we answered it again, and we were able to take the ball down in the final drive. Really proud. Skip Holtz talked about uh, the honor of being in professional football. And all that, but to be involved in professional sports um, is a dream of mine. And to have this opportunity, 
to be involved and to be around guys like this and to see this team come together in three and a half weeks and to see what they do. This is one of, uh, it's a proud moment that I have in sports for sure in my coaching career. And I'm. And then uh, there's a final cut here. Uh, boy, that just all these memories come flooding back when you hear Skip during a press conference. But uh, Skip Holtz says that uh, the USFL is a great place to renew pro football, and it's a great opportunity for players. I'm certainly glad that I'm here. I'm honored to have the opportunity to coach in the USFL. I'm grateful that Brian Wood gave me that phone call. I'm grateful that Fox and NBC and everybody have gotten involved. And I think this is going to have an opportunity to renew uh, a lot of people, players, coaches, to give them the opportunity to find the joy in this game again. And tonight was certainly a step forward with that, for sure. I don't know what it Did they move the game to tonight? They, they were going to play last night. I guess they decided not to play it. They're going to play tonight. The Bandits and the Maulers, Tampa Bay and... And whomever the Maulers are? I guess so. I didn't find out they were playing all the games in Birmingham until like a couple weeks before uh, their first game. So, Yeah. They need to work on uh, that. We need more info. Yeah. Oh, I can't see who the Maulers are. I can't find my glasses either. Oh, They're Pittsburgh. So Pittsburgh. And then Tampa Bay's the Bandits. I knew the Tampa was the Bandits. Anyway, Tampa, four to have favorite tonight. You know, if you're really a degenerate and uh 41 and a half total no you're a degenerate if you're betting on the uh, fan controlled football league what is that oh, you're not even aware that's the league uh johnny menzel and uh terrell owens are in. oh yeah so that's where you right. pick the place right. yeah that's pretty lame um so yeah skip holtz's uh stallions moved to one and oh with the 28 24 win uh the gamblers Outslugged the Panthers 17-12. And got, then the uh, Warren Saba. Yeah. Warren yeah, Saba got, got hurt. Fractured right arm. Yeah, got hurt. Got hurt. Uh, the Breakers beat the Stars 23-17. Those are some and, lame uh, names. Well, those are the original USFL names. Um, they moved the team, the game back, apparently. They were supposed to play last night. And uh, I guess weather put things back and they just decided to play. I mean... Nobody had to travel. Everybody's staying there in Birmingham. Yeah, that, I remember that, Ben, when it started up, they were talking about that, that they were going to play in Birmingham. I thought that was a little strange, but I think it cuts way, way down on expenses to a degree. Um, so there you go. That's that's that. Skip hey, Holtz pretty much owns that league. I mean, he's got the Birmingham team. They all play in Birmingham, and he's like the GM, head coach, <laughs> and offensive coordinator of the uh, Stallions. He's like oh, he's a man Skip's, of many uh, many traits there. I love Skip, but Skip's always fancied himself a play caller, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> he likes to call the plays, though. He's always fancied himself as a play caller. Um. I do think that it is uh, – well, they draw $3 million, even though it was a simulcast on Fox and NBC. I mean, it's not bad for a Saturday night, I guess. It was like – I think it was like, like a little bit under $3.5 million, but I think they combined all the ratings for every yeah, game. Yeah, they did. Yeah. They did. And the ratings were about the same numbers-wise as many people watched it on NBC as watched it on Fox. Of course, you roll Peacock in there at the live stream, and that probably adds – to the numbers. Uh, I thought it was good. I thought it was good. I've heard great was things. A, I want to go back and watch it, but I don't know how you well, do Well, you can that. watch tonight at 7. Watch there you go, yeah. It's going to be on FS1 tonight. 
Uh, who's got so, FS1? Come on now. I got basic cable. Okay. I mean, I I, I can't. I, I'm, they're I'm killing just tell- me now. I'm, I'm lo- I, the USFL's, USFL's losing me now. Well, you might could go to the Fox Sports app or, Ben, try it on Peacock. I don't know. I do I got Peacock. Peacock's, if it's on Peacock, yeah. I, I can make that work. All right. But uh, I, I, it was, I thought it was pretty – You know, again, I wasn't glued to everything, and, and the game ended with uh, kind of a last-minute score by Skip's team, but I thought the football was pretty good. I thought the football was pretty good. I, look, I think it's better than previous attempts of the XFL's incarnation and then the AF, which was a disaster. Uh, let's do a uh, ticket giveaway here. Family four-pack at nine uh, two five two. 561 game, 252-561-4263. Uh, caller 5 is what we'll go with. Four-pack of tickets. They're on us for tomorrow night's game, ECU and UNCW. Get a family four-pack if you're caller 5. And we'll give those away during the break. Come back with our pirate report and a lot more, so stay with us. Tick-tock, you got insular hands on a Glock stop. I'm bagging a bag and I'm backing up and a back off. That's why I'm out of here, baby. Before these pops put me down in the ground, baby. Dan Patrick mornings. Adam Gold middays. Patrick Johnson on the way home. The best sports talk lineup in the Pirate Nation is heard right here. Right, let's go. 94.3 The Game. The flagship station of the EZU Pirates and Eastern North Carolina's home for sports. Woo-hoo! More of the Patrick Johnson Show is coming up. Texas Roadhouse in Greenville is happy to support the community. At Texas Roadhouse, they not only want to be your favorite restaurant, they also want you to know they love this community and love supporting it. From providing food for charity golf tournaments to their school support programs, Texas Roadhouse is there when the Greenville community needs them. Also, it doesn't hurt that their food is awesome. Steaks, ribs, chicken, you name it, it's legendary. Texas Roadhouse, Southwest Greenville Boulevard, Greenville. Need $1,000 to $10,000 immediately for a gift for someone special, car repairs, or unexpected expenses? Time Financing Service offers competitive loan rates. Apply online and get your answer in less than an hour in most cases. Then you can pick up the cash at any of our 24 convenient locations. Apply online 24-7 at timefinancing.com. That's timefinancing.com. Time Financing Service. All loans subject to current credit policy of Time Financing Service. One-hour loan approval and same-day cash in most circumstances, exceptions may apply. Your vehicle packs a load of safety features to protect you in an accident. At North Carolina Farm Bureau Insurance, it's our job to protect you just as well after an accident. With fast claim service from local agents, our auto coverage is a lot like an airbag. We hope you never need to use it, but we're right there and ready just in case you do. North Carolina Farm Bureau Insurance, helping you is what we do best. North Carolina Farm Bureau Mutual Insurance Company, Farm Bureau Insurance of North Carolina, and Southern Farm Bureau Life Insurance Company, an independent licensee of Blue Cross and Blue Shield Association. In Greenville, contact your local Farm Bureau agent for a quote for your car, home, life, or your health you'll be working with neighbors you can trust people like alan hill or tony boyd these agents are dedicated to protecting your family and your dreams these farm bureau agents are knowledgeable in a wide range of insurance products but they are also tuned in to the greenville community again contact alan hill or tony boyd today at farm bureau insurance in greenville 252-756-3165 that's 252-756-3165 Warren's Hot Dog Pizza, homemade lemonade. 
Hey, Pirate Nation, Warren's now has two locations. In Greenville, across from Ron Ayers Motorsports, and the new Chocowinity location next to the fire department. Stop in today for hot dogs, pizza, subs, apple and peach turnovers, homemade lemonade, and breakfast in Chocowinity featuring homemade cheese, ham and chicken biscuits, plus sausage dogs, and more. Warren's Hot Dogs. Want some? Get some. Go Pirates! Country Mart stores of Pitt County are locally owned and part of your community. At Country Mart, they offer that great Shell gasoline with Shell rewards that save you money at the pump. And these days, that's really important. And don't forget Smitty's Restaurant at the Highway 11 store with great lunch specials daily and Pat's desserts that will be the best you've ever had. The Stokes location also offers hot food. Country Mart with two locations, Highway 11 between Greenville and Bethel and Highway 903 in Stokes. Right. Pirate Baseball lives right here on the flagship station of the ECU Pirates, 94.3 The Game. You can go your own way. Coming up a week from Thursday, concert on the Common will get underway. Greenville Toyota Amphitheater at the Town Common, Jim Quick, Coastline Band. Thanks to the city of Greenville and the Junior League, they'll be serving up all the adult beverages again this year. Uh, concert on the Common. I think it's a 6 o'clock start, isn't it, Ben? Uh, every uh, Thursday. Well, not every Thursday. Uh, every other Thursday starting uh, April 28th, it'll be a, a five-show run this year, late April through uh, June 23rd. Richie Law Firm, SCA Collections, Greenville Utilities, Vited Health, The Air Doctor, Town Bank, Pitt Greenville Airport, Carolina Eagle Distributing. Also, it's brought to you by Sawyer's Fun Park, State Farm Insurance, Greenville Toyota, and Sudden Link. Um, ben, did you... Uh, so a couple of reports with your Carolina Panthers this weekend, right? Yeah, I saw plenty of them. Plenty of speculation, kind of like the whole offseason when it comes to the quarterback yeah, position. Yeah, yeah. So the latest today is Jimmy Garoppolo. That seems to be... That seems the most fun. realistic to me. Does it? Yeah, I mean, Baker, I, I think you still got to give up a lot to get Baker, and we don't necessarily well, have the draft capital. Right. So the other one is Baker Mayfield, and obviously... Baker Mayfield is one expensive backup right now. Absolutely. And, and I don't think that uh, – I don't know. It's, uh, Cleveland's got to do – see, I, I, t I don't tend to agree that Cleveland holds all these cards. But, you know. Well, another long shot I saw was uh, kind of like with Deshaun Watson. I figured that would be a long shot for the Panthers, even with the reports of how close we were. Uh, now they're throwing Kyler Murray around. I just don't see that happening at all. No. No, I've not seen that one. Really? He, he huh. seems like a diva, and uh, I don't see why he would. He wanted to play for a winner. I don't see why he would want to come and play for Carolina. The Mayfield thing and the Garoppolo thing make sense because both have essentially, especially the case of Mayfield, have nowhere to go. So what is that? So let's just assume there's some smoke, there's some fire to this smoke, right? Okay. 
what does that tell you then about because all we had heard initially was well they're not going to they're not going to be drafting a quarterback they're going to go after uh, offensive line which they yeah, should do offensive that offensive line they in the draft done that for years right and they're going to either uh, stick with uh, Sam Darnold uh, or they're going to uh, or they're going to or they're going to pursue someone in free agency. Uh, that that seemed to be that was going to be but possibly Desha- or, or make a trade possibly get Deshaun Watson. Yeah. So those were kind of the, the and then the Watson thing happened, and then all of a sudden we sort of shifted to this. Well, we're not going to stick with Sam Darnold. We're going to look at drafting. So they've had all the the top handful of quarterbacks in reportedly, right? Yep. Yep. Okay. Now we're back to this. So what is this? Just the evolution of this, or do you think this was the the plan all, all along, do you think they don't like any of the quarterbacks? Do you think now they've come to their senses and decided, well, there's a good chance? Because really, it, in my opinion, Ben, their best chance to win games more immediately okay. is to go with is to get Mayfield or Garoppolo. Yeah, I agree. I don't Sticking think it's the best Sam, move, though, but I get, where you're, I get where you're saying. Yeah, I mean, if you want to be competitive or more competitive now and try to win games, you know what I'm saying? Uh, if, Short term, my, it's, a, it's it's a good little deal. Well, and it could work out long term. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. Just not too sure about Jimmy G. Well, I, he knows how to win. But he he's he's won a lot of games. <laughs> true, he's true. Pl- yeah, but he's I played mean, some important games. He's got his, like his a top career. five head coach and a uh, he's had a top five roster during his time there, except for maybe That's his true. first year. So, but I would take him over Sam Darnold. I agree, and you mentioned expensive backups earlier of Baker Mayfield. I mean, we still got to pay Sam Donald eighteen million a year, so Whew, I, yeah. I I can understand them running with Sam Donald for the first couple of games and maybe getting a quarterback. But it goes back to what you said: maybe they don't like the quarterbacks that they saw. And I was under the opinion before we ever got into draft talks, based on the guys that they were saying were the top quarterback prospects, I'm not loving any of them. None of them I fell in love with, and I just have to have all of them. Kind of seem like they would be. Ceiling for a lot of these guys to me seems like Jimmy Garoppolo for a lot of these quarterbacks in the draft. Just okay quarterbacks. Guys that you can win with but are not unbelievable. You know, I don't know. But I'll tell yeah, you this. Yeah, obviously we, we, would, we don't know now, but that's right. just kind of my little but prediction I, here I, based on what if, I'm seeing. If they are serious about winning this year, then you, you go with one of the – you try to come up with something for the other two guys. Yep. Garoppolo would be the cheaper option, and I and – I, and dare I say, would probably be I, I just, the better I'm a Jimmy. Well, he's more of a winning quarterback. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, Robbie Anderson's already said he doesn't want Baker Mayfield, so now you have that to hash yeah, what's, out. What's yeah. that about? First of all, listening to that dope, but I mean, what, what's that about? Robbie should just stop talking. I mean, how come yeah. we haven't gotten any trade talks with somebody about getting rid of that guy? Yeah, and that guy's a locker room cancer. I mean, he literally has come out and said he didn't want to play for Sam Darnold, and he's made it pretty clear he doesn't want winning quarterbacks. He wants guys like Colin Kaepernick and Cam Newton who don't win or are way past their prom. Kaepernick hasn't played football in six years, and that somehow seems the seems to be the best option for him. That guy doesn't care about winning. We need to get rid of him. Um, did you watch the race last night or no? No, I mean, that's that's a Phillip topic for tomorrow for sure. No, 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 no. <laughs> the Bristol no, no, no. dirt race. I did see that. I set my fantasy lineup. 
It was better than last year, but still, you wind up with more dirt in the stands than on the track or even in the stands. I'm noticing they, they tend to overthink things when it comes uh, when it comes to uh, going back to your roots and getting the old fans back. I mean, I the old fans don't want to see uh, some dirt thrown on Bristol, and then I, that's just not what they're looking for right now. I heard um, – I read something beginning of the weekend that uh, it looks like that uh, – North Wilkesboro's going to be they're going to run something at North Wilkesboro, which is great. I love that. I mean, Cooper. Yeah. I say what you want about Cooper. He he put some money into that. So I mean, I, I approve of that move. I mean, that's a that's a historic NASCAR site that should still be in the running. I mean, that talk about going back to your roots. I'm that would be a good start instead of throwing I dirt on Bristol. Yeah. You're looking at a big sports fan hey, right here. He's, oh, yeah. I guess he's proven it. If you if you consider NASCAR sport. Um, uh, we probably don't have time for our, our, our entire pirate report. Uh, cue up the HV three cut where he, uh, won the, uh, or where he was after leading, I think after 54 holes, CBS interviewed him. Cue that up and let's play that real quick. This was, this is a pretty cool cut from Harold Varner, the third. Harold, you actually already do have a win under your belt this week. That was against Dustin Johnson. Yeah. He beat you in cornhole. I'm slightly disappointed in you because I feel like you have that game. But overall, how was that experience and how gratifying was it to beat DJ earlier in the week? Well, it was good, but the only thing that killed me is that it was funny. We get to cornhole and DJ and Austin are sitting there like licking their chops like, oh, we're going to win this one. And I'm like, I'm playing with a guy. He does more with his feet than he does with his hands. He's from Liverpool talking about soccer, football. I'm like, all right, dude, whatever. And he's throwing cornhole. He's not even hitting the thing. And I'm like, this is fun. Um, yeah, it was it was awesome. Uh, I love when North Carolina beats South Carolina in anything, so except the actual North Carolina. Yeah, that Carolina blue is just not a beautiful color. I've got that isolated. Yeah, that Carolina blue is just not a beautiful color. We got to make that a drop in. Hey, I like it. I like it. I'm for it. HV3 spoke. We got to keep. We got to keep that one. Whose broad idea was it to get a get into a cornhole matchup with a guy that spent time in Eastern North Carolina? I mean, you're just asking <laughs> to lose. Especially if you're well, from they, the you UK. Heard, you heard what happened there. He thought he was. They thought they had him outnumbered. Yeah. And look, Dustin Johnson's probably. You know, played played a fair his fair share of bags. I'm sure in his day, as they call it in the Midwest, they call it the so. bag toss or something. I'm yeah. sure. Yeah, that Carolina blue is just not a beautiful color. That's a great cut right there. That's so good. All right, um, let's uh, give Ben a shot here at giving us an update. You ready, Ben? And, Always ready. Uh, and we'll go and uh, we'll uh, we'll see how it how it shakes here. Uh, ben with an update of what's going on, including. Uh, Maybe a little ECU women's golf. I think Ben's got that. Um, and uh, we'll see how it all uh, pans out here. Then Cliff Godwin as we'll go uh, inside the ECU clubhouse after the Pirates get a sweep. They're in first place right now. Uh, and, uh, in fact, uh, the Pirates had a player of the week in the AAC. So all of that uh, with Ben Byram right now on our 94.3 The Game Sports Update. Thanks, Patrick. Let's take a look at what's happening around Pirate Nation. ECU baseball got the series sweep in Orlando over the weekend against UCF. The Knights came into the series with one of the top 25 combined ERAs in the country. And the Pirates were able to put up a combined 32 runs in the series. With Houston's win over Tulane over the weekend, the Pirates now sit number one in the AAC. ECU, ECU senior outfielder Bryson Whirl was named the AAC Player of the Week after batting 438 with four runs, a triple, two home runs, and 
25 RBIs. The Pirates return to action tomorrow as they host UNCW. First pitch for that game is set for 6.30, but you can hear live coverage beginning at 6.15 on the flagship station, the ECU Pirates. 94-3, the game. Meanwhile, ECU alum Harold Vorno III had a great weekend at the RBC Heritage. Harold found himself finishing a shot bat from the lead and tied for third at 12 under after missing a birdie putt on 18 yesterday that would have sent him into a playoff of eventual winner Jordan Spieth and runner-up Patrick Cantlay. ECU women's lacrosse's Leah Bestiny was named to the conference's honor roll after the freshman attacker scored five goals in a losing 15-10 effort at Temple. And Pirate football alum Warren Saber participated in the open weekend of the revival of the USFL. Saber was a safety for Jeff Fisher's Michigan Panthers, but unfortunately had to be taken out of the game early due to a fractured right arm. We wish him a speedy recovery. In the meantime, former ECU head coach Skip Holt got the league's very first win as head coach after his Birmingham Stallions won over the New Jersey Generals 28-24. From the NFL, Cleveland Browns make Denzel Ward the highest paid corner in NFL history, granting him a five-year $100 million contract. The Colts signed former Panthers cornerback Stephon Gilmore to a two-year contract worth $23 million. Wrapping up from the NBA playoffs, the Raptors will be without Scotty Barnes in Game 2 against Philadelphia due to an ankle injury. And Luka Doncic is unlikely to play for the Mavs in Game 2 against the Utah, uh, Utah Jazz due to a strained calf muscle. That's going to do it for your 94th of the game sports update. I'm Ben Barham. Johnson show is coming up on your flagship home of the ECU Pirates 94.3 the game are you shopping for a new boat but can't find exactly what you want or don't want? Check out Pair Custom Boats in Washington. They custom build your boat with no more or no less than exactly what you want. You can design it yourself with Pair Custom Boats. Towers, T-tops, no T-tops, forward seating, rear seating, or just a flush deck. They can customize your wants and needs in one of their four models. And the big news for 2022 is there are now two new models being introduced this year. The new 25-foot and 27-foot models will be great additions to the Pair Customs lineup. Call today 252-717-7009. Visit the website at pairmarine.com or come see us in Little Washington, North Carolina. That's 252-717-7009 for Pair Custom Boats. Or visit the website and check out all the models at pairmarine.com. You can sit down and build your own custom built center console with Pair custom boats do you own a timeshare well face the facts you made a mistake you made a bad purchase a timeshare is not an investment it's a money pit that continues forever if you use your timeshare that's great but if you don't and you want to legally get out of your contract call my friends right now at the timeshare exit hotline they're an experienced team of lawyers who help good people like you get out of a timeshare contract that they just don't want. Don't throw away your money on maintenance fees. Use it for things you really want. We can help you end your timeshare contract and stop the money drain immediately. If you're ready to move on with your timeshare, call our team right now. Cancel your timeshare now with a free call. 800-289-0413. 800-289-0413. 800-289-0413. That's 800-289-0413. Starting OMG. Hey, it's been forever. I'm so ready to see North Carolina and turn right in 52 miles onto the Blue Ridge Parkway for epic views. Then continue ahead on Highway 12 and hit the beach. 
and take exit 33 for a city excursion with museums, games, concerts. Sorry, I'm just so excited. Everyone could use some adventure. Get back to a better place at visitnc.com. Sponsored by the NC Association of Broadcasters and Visit NC, a part of the Economic Development Partnership of North Carolina in cooperation with this station. Like us on Facebook for breaking sports stories and the latest from around the Pirate Nation. Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. That's 94.3 The Game's Facebook page. Like us and follow us there today. Play ball! It's time to head inside the ECU clubhouse with Pirate baseball coach Cliff Godwin. On your home for East Carolina baseball. 94.3 The Game. Going back, looking up. See you later! Patrick Johnson's visit with Coach Godwin is covered by The Gavigan Agency, covering Pirate Nation's personal and commercial insurance needs with offices in Greenville and Newburn, And by HealthWise Pharmacy in Greenville, locally owned and operated by pharmacist Marcy Parker. HealthWise Pharmacy puts you and your health first. Here's Patrick Johnson with Coach Cliff Godwin. Pirate Coach Cliff Godwin coming off the Easter weekend sweep at UCF, uh, and uh, we've got a chance to catch up with Coach here prior to uh, the Pirates returning at home against UNCW uh, tomorrow. Great to catch uh, catch up with Coach Godwin, and uh, the Pirates' uh, huge offensive numbers put up over the weekend. We welcome in uh, Coach. Coach, uh, nice uh, weekend uh, sweep, got back into town, and uh, uh, kind of a day off, I guess, uh, for everybody uh, to totally get away from baseball on Easter Sunday. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, I thought our guys played great all week. I mean, you had four road games. We left uh, Tuesday to go to Elon, um, played there Tuesday night, spent the night in Raleigh on um, Tuesday night, worked out at a, a fitness connection Wednesday morning, then flew to Orlando practice Wednesday night and then play Thursday, Friday, Saturday and, and go four and oh, all four games on the road. Uh, all our guys were fantastic. Coach, uh, let's start with game one against uh, UCF. Uh, they jumped out uh, early, actually were up uh, six uh, two, and uh, then the Pirates just uh, exploded uh, for 10 runs in that top of the fourth in that game, wind up winning. 12 to seven as they uh, tack on one in the uh, bottom of the eighth inning through the Knights. But uh, when you go back and, and kind of relive and look at that, uh, that fourth inning, was that a case of just everything coming together and felt like it was a little bit of a, a long time coming? Um, I just had another interview actually. And uh, it's the same thing. I mean, people, you know, want to talk about how bad we were offensively early and, um, I knew this team could be great offensively, and the players didn't change. The players have continued to stay consistent. Um, but the one thing I would say, and I said this to the team, was we got down 2 nothing. There was no panic. Starling hits a two-run jack. We mm-hmm. tied up. Then we go down 6-2, to two, and we didn't play great defense that inning. Um, you know, Ryder was fine, but it wouldn't have been a four-run inning. It would have been less for sure. But there was no panic, and we're facing a guy that had a zero ERA coming into Friday night. So it's not like we're facing, you know, some bomb. We're facing a guy, and there was no panic in the dugout or from the players that were playing. And it was a very systematic, professional approach. And uh, I don't think anybody thought we were going to go out and score 10, but nobody panicked that we we're going to lose the game. And um, they, they played like that all week, and, and I think that is uh, showing signs of uh, a team maturing and growing up. And then uh, Giles, with another uh, performance, gets uh, the win to move to 4-0. and 
Kuchmaner getting the uh, victory in the the 10-0 win, and again, scoreless to a certain point, and uh, a couple of big innings, the fourth, the sixth, uh, with uh, some other runs tacked on a single in the uh, fifth and then a couple in the ninth uh, as ECU shut out uh, UCF uh, that day. Uh, your thoughts on game two and, and who you thought some of the, uh, uh, the, the stars were in uh, game two on Friday against UCF in Orlando? Well, uh, he did a great job for five innings um, and was outstanding. Um, and it came out of the game some arm soreness. Uh, I don't think it's anything for people to freak out about. You know, will he better fit this weekend? Um, no idea yet. You know, we'll be able to tell. Um, but he feels better. But in the first two games, we only had to use four pitchers. I don't know the last time in my coaching career that we've played two conference weekend games and only used four pitchers. So, uh, Ryder and Sailor on Thursday night. Mm-hmm. Cooch and Danny Bill on uh, Friday night. So that was huge, uh, of course. And um, look, I thought our guys up and down the lineup were were great all weekend. I mean, you could pick any guy on any certain day and go, hey, that guy really helped you win. But you, you look at the box scores and um, very spread out. But I thought uh, Bryson had a great weekend. JC had a great weekend. Um, AMAC, of course, big swing yesterday with uh, a grand slam. Starling had a great weekend. Um, ben Newton played great defensively and hit a lot of balls hard. Bryson had a great weekend. And um, I'm leaving out somebody I know who, I mean, they all, uh, Quant had a big hit, you know, a couple times. So I thought it was very spread out and just a great job by our offense. Uh, we saw Bryson Worrell. Uh few games ago, middle game of the Wichita State Series, uh, go three for four, was three for three to start that game. Uh, and then he has seven hits for you over the weekend. Uh, obviously, the speed is there, but uh, now swinging, swinging uh, the bat, drove in five uh, as well. It's really good to see Bryson Worrell have a huge weekend for you. And, and you know, don't look now, but uh, here he is uh, over the last week, and uh, his number from a batting average perspective is – has uh, increased. That's the, I guess, the, the the visual look, as you say, when you look at the stats uh, of uh, all of that kind of coming to fruition for him as he's someone who has uh, uh, been putting together better ABs here in recent weeks and as the season has gone on. Yeah, he's, he's done a great job. I mean, Bryson brings a lot to the table. Um, the thing that he has done a better job of this year is just not getting as frustrated when things haven't gone his way played great defense in center field, puts pressure on the defense because of his speed, power, um, his bunt game. I mean, he's improved that tremendously. Um, he had a bunt for a hit, uh, I think it was yesterday, mm-hmm. or not yesterday, Saturday. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Uh, got, he's just done a great job. And he's been a good leader on our team, which is, is one of the biggest things when you're an older guy to make sure you're doing things the right way to lead our team, and he's done a really good job with that. Hey, Mac, uh, you mentioned with the uh, the big shot yesterday and uh, now up over 300 on, on the year. We've, we've talked about uh, him and uh, the type of uh, student athlete he is, the type of young man he is. Uh, but do, do you foresee him, uh, especially as the season starts to, to continue and we get to the back part of the regular year, uh, that, that some of those uh, extra base hit numbers and power numbers just naturally will go up for him? In other words, it's – is he putting together the type of approach where we'll see those numbers? Or, or do you think, uh, uh, again, there's just nobody on this team that 
right now is going to explode for huge home run numbers like the group last year. And I don't mean that negatively, but, you know, well, it seems I, like his I, numbers I, are, are I, growing. Hey, where are you going with this? Because uh, I, I mean, I got to pull up his stats, and, and I don't look at it as closely as probably you do as right. far as the individuals I look at the group. But, um, you know, he's been as consistent as anybody on our team, and I don't know exactly how many home runs he has. Uh, I think six or seven. I don't have it in front of me, but um, he's done a great job. When he overswings, he does. He strikes out too much. So mm-hmm. he had a Friday night. Um, actually let off that fourth inning with a double, that 10 run inning um, that we had. Uh, I think he had three RBIs on uh, Friday night. And of course, the, the grand slam on, uh, excuse me, Thursday night. I'm getting my days right, mixed up. Yeah, Thursday, right. three RBIs. And then Friday, he, he wasn't good. He overswung at times. And we talked about it. And Saturday, um, he got up there with the bases loaded. And, um, you know, they hung an all speed pitch and he hit a grand slam. So, um, he uh, just needs to keep doing what he's doing because he's done a great job for us. Yeah, uh, Jake Hunter got the start for you, and then you uh, you got really good outings uh, Saturday again, trying to keep the day straight. Game three, let's say, uh, Hunter, uh, the start gives you three solid uh, innings. Uh, Trey Savage has, has come in and, and been fabulous. Josh Groves before him, but it was nice to see uh, that kind of continue and, and some guys that uh, because as you alluded to. Uh, only four pitchers used through the first two games, guys that came in and uh, were well-rested and performed very well for you. Yeah, we knew that Jake wasn't going to, uh, you know, go that long. He pitched an inning at Elon, but he was tremendous for three innings. Uh, Groves pitched uh, really good, gave up solo home run. Um, I think he went two and a third or two and two thirds. Uh, then you Savage was awesome. And then, we were able to extend the lead, and Wyatt Lunsford Shinkman came in and, um, you know, put a zero up in the night. So uh, I thought pitching the entire weekend, defensively, offensively, I thought we played to what we're capable of. And when we do that, we, we have a chance to be pretty good. So um, we just need to keep our head down and not feel good about ourselves because we, we got a lot of work to do. Yeah. Uh, series for the Pirates upcoming at Tulane this weekend, but tomorrow, uh, midweek game, Always uh, an, an uh, emotionally charged game when uh, the Pirates and Seahawks of UNCW meet. One down there earlier this year at a place that's not easy to win games. Uh, and uh, you, you talked a lot about uh, hitting the ball well in a place that's not easy to hit the ball well, especially that time of day down at UNCW. So they'll come back in uh, here and, uh, you know, will be fired up. Uh, always, uh, Again, that rivalry factor, but also just I think the respect the two programs have. The guys know each other. Uh, it is a, uh, a hotly contested game, and uh, expect nothing uh, less tomorrow when UNCW comes to Greenville. Yeah, I mean, look, it's a rivalry game for sure. Um, I'd much rather play at home than at their place. Uh, but you got to go out there and play your best baseball. They will definitely be fired up. They'll – uh, do whatever they can to beat us since we beat them at their place. So um, they do a great job. Coach Hood does a great job. Their staff does a great job. They got really good players. So, um, you know, we'll have our hands uh, full tomorrow night. Hopefully we'll get Pirate Nation to pack this place since we were on the road all last week. Right, right. And uh, it uh, is the uh, first uh, game back after those four and then four more on the road uh, after that. So uh, a 
a chance here in the last couple of weeks to to see a lot of uh, see great baseball, but also be great to see a lot of fans there. Coach, let me uh, ask you, you know, seeing a little bit about uh, with the start of the major league season, the deal with the Braves pitcher, which again, that's, you know, the MLB year, uh, not allowing the umpire, not allowing some extra pitches to be uh, thrown in the guy's warm up. I think an LSU player uh, kind of stood out called on him because he was checking uh, his wristband before heading back into the, uh, the box. Uh, you probably aren't familiar enough with the, what I'm speaking about directly. I'm just citing some examples here. But, you know, there's that notion that we, we need to speed the game up uh, this year. Have, have you encountered anything like that or any discussions with crews about being aware of that or speeding the games up in any I'm – ju- I'm just curious, have you run into that any this season or heard anybody else maybe uh, directly telling you, hey, we ran into this or that sort of thing when you talk to other coaches who are friends of yours in the business? Well, I mean, you see this stuff. I mean, it's, it's the emphasis in, you know, the college level and the pro game for sure. I mean, now you see pitchers, they step off and they fake a, a fake a pickoff attempt. And it's, it's really so that they stay within the rules within the 20 seconds. So to me, um, how much are you speeding it up? Five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes? And I know every minute counts, but – I think when a guy is being called out, uh, strike three, I, I don't know if that's the intent of the rule. And like Ben McDonald tweeted out, I saw, it's like, you know, how much are you really speeding the game up? Is it 10 minutes? Is it 15? I mean, right. so it's still three hour game. And that's baseball, you know, um, unless we're going to blow up the entire game. And I'm all for pace of play and stuff, but when you're penalizing, a person and they're getting a strikeout because they didn't step back in the box and the amount of time he thought they should have. I just, unless it's egregious, I just, I don't know if I agree with that. Yeah. Um, what are some, some things without just, I mean, as you say, blowing up the whole game. I mean, if, if it's the letter of the law, is that a pretty sufficient way to keep things moving? Uh, or, or there may be some other things that need to be examined in your mind. Well, it just look. Anytime somebody put they put a rule in, sometimes I, I don't know how much they've like thought this out. So of course the twenty second clock, that's great. You know, hey, pitchers get a amount of pitch. But now they, if there's a run on base, you can fake a pickoff attempt as much as you want, and the clock resets. So they, we've, well, I say they, we, everybody has figured out. You step off and you make a fake throw to first base or second, wherever the base runner is, and the clock resets. So you circumvent the rules and did the rule really do what you wanted it to do mm-hmm. would be my, right. Um, so, um, it, it is what it is. I don't know. Um, you know, I think the stuff in the major league baseball with the catchers and the pitchers, I think that probably speaks it up a little bit because you don't have to worry about 10 different sign sets. There's so much video out there. People worry about stealing signs and, you know, the, the, uh, uh, Communication between the, the catcher and pitcher with the wristband stuff, I think, is just a lot easier for them to make maneuver through quickly. You've been doing that for quite a while with, with your team. Does it also uh, allow you to relay information uh, in, in a, I don't want to say less confusing manner, but in a manner that it's pretty clear when, when you do go to the wristband uh, for hitters or for anybody? Uh, I definitely, I mean, look, for me, it simplifies the game for the pitchers, the catchers, the, the hitters and the base runners because you know i learned this a long time ago you you want your guys to go out there and to be free 
And if they're worried about signs or they're worried about something else, then they're not playing to their fullest ability and they're paralyzed. And we always talk about, you don't want your players out there playing in the straight, straight jacket. You want them to be free, loose, um, and just go play baseball and let the talent take over. Hey, Coach, uh, thanks for the time as always. We appreciate it very much and uh, look forward to seeing uh, the Pirates and Seahawks tomorrow at Clark LeClaire Stadium. Thanks, Patrick. Appreciate your time. Inside the ECU Clubhouse with Pirate Coach Cliff Godwin is covered by the Gavigan Agency, your number one source for insurance in eastern North Carolina with offices in Greenville and New Bern. And it's also covered by Healthwise Pharmacy, Greenville's premier full-service pharmacy. Staff at HealthWise Pharmacy is here to help their patients live life better. Videos, articles, and what's going on in the Pirate Nation. I thought that's what Facebook updates were for. Like and comment on 94.3 The Game's Facebook page right now. More of the Patrick Johnson Show is coming up on 94.3 The Game and 94.3thegame.com. I'm on site at the Gavigan Agency with commercial insurance specialist Nathan Brannon. Nathan, tell me a little bit about yourself and what you do at the Gavigan Agency. Great to talk with you, Hank. As you mentioned, I'm a commercial insurance agent for the Gavigan Agency and specialize in offering general liability, commercial property, business auto, and workers' compensation insurance to independent contractors, small business owners, and larger commercial customers throughout eastern North Carolina. Nathan, it sounds like the Gavigan Agency can provide just about any coverage a business owner may need. That's right, Hank. The Gavigan Agency is a fully independent insurance agency with access to some of the top insurance carriers in the region, and we offer a full host of insurance products to help protect our customers' personal and business insurance needs. As a graduate of East Carolina University, I am passionate about taking care of my fellow pirates. So give the Gavigan Agency a call today at 252-756-1400 and let them show you the benefits of doing business with someone who cares. Empty lots at car dealerships everywhere, except here, the selection you want is at Greenville Nissan. Nissan has really stepped up their game with many thrilling options like the versatile Nissan Rogue, the all-new third-road Pathfinder, or gas-saving cars like the Kicks, Sentra, and Altima. And yes, we have trucks like the Nissan Titan with the 100,000-mile bumper-to-bumper warranty or the all-new 2022 Nissan Frontier, a must-test drive. Get to Greenville Nissan, where we drive to serve. Hi, Bobby. Hey, Sarah. The usual. This is the last time I'm coming here for coffee. I'm on a budget now. One sec. Cold brew for Blake? It's Jake from State Farm. Sarah, don't give up what you love. State Farm has policy options to get you a surprisingly great rate. Good. I need my iced oat milk latte with caramel and cinnamon on top. Girl, me too. For surprisingly great rates, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Call or go to statefarm.com for a quote today. In a world where a single touch can threaten the surfaces of your home, there's Microband 24. Just one spray bites bacteria all day. Bacteria incoming. Shields up, defenders. When used as directed, Microband 24 sanitizing spray forms a defensive shield that keeps killing 99.9% of bacteria for up to 24 hours. Touch after touch. Threat eliminated. Microband 24. Don't just sanitize it. Microband it. Now spraying in a store near you. And now, the stunning conclusion of the show. It's the P-Man here on 94.3 The Game.
Shout out uh, Lewis Kinlaw, Greenvillian, great pirate fan. Ran in the Boston Marathon today and had his second fastest time. The match six is happening. June 1st, Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes v. Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers. Was there any promotion for this? Like, I thought you were making this up for a second. Well, it just was announced today. It was just announced a couple hours ago. Oh, okay. So are they doing it today, or what's the deal? No, 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 no. I thought you were saying they were, like, just underway. Thanks for listening to the show. June 6th. <laughs> Or June 1st. I'm sorry, June 1st. See, I was so concerned about being a smartass, I didn't give you the right answer. 6-1-22. Vegas in June. Who who dreamed that one up? Yeah, I mean, it's Vegas. Kinda odd. It's going to be kind of hot in June, Vegas. But it's Vegas. So, uh, Thanks to Cliff Godwin for his time today. Hour 15-minute edition of the show tomorrow Ooh. lead you into ECU and UNCW. Do I have that right? I haven't moved the game time up or anything, have they? Thanks to Ben Byram. Great job as always. Intern Chris, intern Noah. Accomplished fellas they are. And we'll catch you tomorrow on the Patrick Johnson Show. Every day I'm shuffling outside it's a temperature it could rain or not it's either hot or cold so wear a jacket or don't anyway good luck unclear information isn't helpful which is why when your car needs repair head to meineke car care centers with meineke e-inspection we'll send photos and technician notes straight to your phone telling you what should be fixed and why get a basic oil change starting in 1995 meineke doing car care right at participating locations terms and conditions apply